Mary and Josh Daily Podcast brought to you by United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family owned partner with a direct lender advantage. Mary. Josh. Daily. Mary. Josh. Daily. Somebody needs a timeout. Actually, they were, really, they were giving themselves a timeout. Uh, there's a, a ceremony, and a picture was taken in the Oval Office of the White House. Someone's receiving the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Very highfalutin kind of deal. The president is there, congressional leaders. Like, this is a national deal. The official lectern is there with, like, the president logo. Okay. The person receiving the medal, their grandson, had had enough, and he was on his back in the back of the room... <laughs> And you could see all of it. It's like this is an official life-changing moment. And three-year-old buddy boy is not having it. And the, maybe the Aww. most maybe the most hilarious part, me as a dad of four, Mary, you as a mother of a, of a six-year-old now, you understand this. He's holding, the dad is holding another child who's younger than this one. And they've got mm-hmm. like the whole family insanity going on. And he, he's looking down at this kid, and you can just see. He's saying through his clenched teeth, get up. We're in the White House. Get <laughs> up. Typical 2020. We're moving along so excited because finally we have the game this weekend. And then yesterday, everything stops because yeah. Michigan had to cancel the game. The Ohio State-Michigan game canceled. So mm-hmm. because they did it yesterday, Ohio State actually has a chance here, Mary, They have maybe until like 1 o'clock today to find another opponent, to try to Mm -hmm. figure out another game. But I'm nervous because watching the Big Ten Conference this year try to figure anything out has been a bit of a sideshow. And I just, I don't want my Saturday to be completely blank and wasted. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. Uh, Okay, here's the thing. I, I want to say I have complete trust in you, you men, to get things done. Oh. But Josh, oh I have heard a lot of guys, not just in 2020, but in life in general, admit that women get things done. <laughs> we're great at multitasking. <laughs> we make a decision. We're confident. We stick with it. And we're quick movers. Mm-hmm. Communication. I mean, mm. I'm just hoping there's at least one female in the room to make it happen <laughs> so we play Saturday. You do what you can to survive 2020, (laughs) and that might be sing. One Grant Paul getting creative with his precious little granddaughter, Billy. I love you in the morning. I love you all day long. I love it when you tell me that I'm always wrong. Billy Boo. Billy Boo. There's no one that I love more than you. We've all had that conversation. Started out innocently enough, but got super deep, super quick. You know, it's like, whoa, <laughs> that escalated. I was in the car with uh, Will. He's our middle son. He's almost 12. And he started asking me some really, just out of nowhere, some really deep faith questions. Wow. Things like, Dad, what does that religion believe? What does that religion believe? And then he got, then he got real serious. Dad, what if a person acts a certain way on Sunday, but they act another way the rest of the week? What is that? Wow. I know, right, for a 12-year-old talking about this. And so I was like, all right, God, doors open. We're just going to dive into some of this stuff, talking about integrity and who you are when no one's watching and all of this. But I did ask him, say, why, why do you wonder about that? Silence. Looking at my son, you know, Will, God is calling you to more. You know, these thoughts, these feelings and questions, 
Don't be afraid of them. Because that could be a really vulnerable place to be. Yeah. Like, why am I thinking about this? So I looked at him and I said, son, it's time. You are old enough. God is talking to you. He wants more of you. He wants all of you. You know, my little boy asked Jesus into his heart years ago, but he's mm -hmm. getting to the age now where his faith has got to become his faith. And I encouraged him and hoping that it will be kind of the start of the next part of his journey. I said, well, take God up on his offer to go deeper. You could probably relate to this story from Heather. Go ahead. There's been a lot of hard times that I've been through and that the river has just got me through those times. My daughter uh, was having some problems. She ended up with Ohio Health. And my whole drive home from there, I just listened to the river. And I don't know, the river just gets me through. It makes me remember that God's there. We cannot thank you enough for your financial support. Uh, you are what keeps the river fueled and yeah. going and pouring out hope and encouragement in the community. And if you want to find out about getting involved and investing in this station, hop online, the website, give to the river.com. That's give to the river.com. I don't think there's anything I can say that hasn't already been said about how tough 2020 has been. My name is Josh, but I'm reminded there's another scenario in life with all kinds of uncertainty, questions, pitfalls, and fear. All I got to do is say the word mortgage. The good thing is it does not have to be a scary or difficult process. Whether you're refinancing or buying new, you got to check out United Faith Mortgage. My wife and I and our family, we are happy customers because United Faith Mortgage was fantastic in helping us through the process of getting our home purchased last year. They even were able to close for us in less than 30 days. Part of that's because they're a direct lender. It's an advantage that can save your family additional money and stress. Plus, right now, United Faith Mortgage is going to pay your appraisal fee for you. $300 to $500 savings right back in your pocket. United Faith Mortgage is a partner with The River because they believe their core is the same as ours, faith and family. So skip the uncertainty at unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. Animalist number 1330. Headlines this morning, OSU Michigan canceled for this weekend because of COVID concerns in the Wolverines program. Big Ten Conference Athletic Directors are meeting today. They will discuss whether or not Ohio State can still play in the Big Ten Championship game in two weeks. And coronavirus cases in Ohio now up over 500,000 total. Talking good, good news. And despite the Buckeyes not playing on Saturday, still remain at number four oh. in the college football rankings. That's good. That's very good. And, and I think all of us in, in 2020, we don't get too excited about things anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll take whatever we can get. Uh, wave goodbye. The game not happening this weekend. And I do mm -hmm. feel as a sports fan and an Ohio State nut and all of those things, I feel like I'm in a bit of a free fall. I, there, there are only a few things that you look forward to in a year like this. And the game, because Michigan is terrible this year, and I was really looking forward to watching that game this year. So now I don't I don't know what to do. I think a lot of okay. people are in that same boat. I okay, just, totally. I get it. And I'm in the kitchen last night, and I'm processing, you know, it's a bummer, the game, blah, blah, blah. And I came up with this song, Josh. <gasps> About the game. Okay. Yeah, and it's to the song, Oh Christmas Tree. Oh, yes. Are you ready? I am, okay. I am ready. 
Oh, Michigan. Oh, Michigan. <laughs> how we will miss you this weekend. As we score on every play, you will miss our smiling face. Wow. Till next year. We'll see you then. Consider this your Christmas gift. <laughs> oh, Michigan. Oh, Michigan. That's all I got. <laughs> It's interesting what will make a person become detail-oriented. And there's like, for example, there's a lot that's gone into you, Mary, having OCD and germophobia. I mean, it's it's a long, oh, drawn-out process. It's over my sure. it's over my pay grade. I can't get into it with you right now. But anyway, um, <laughs> you'll be proud of me, I think. I was at a gas station yesterday, and I went in because I was like thirsty and I had a long drive, so I wanted to get a drink. But I'm out of hand sanitizer. So I, I know, I know. So I open the door. You can't help but open the sliding cooler doors and stuff. So I'm keeping track of what fingers have touched something, so I know which ones are dirty. I get uh-huh. up, I get up to the counter. I have my couple of things. I'm barely holding on, getting my wallet, fumbling through stuff, trying to not touch with my <laughs> contaminated fingers. I pay and I scoop up all my stuff awkwardly. And the lady stopped at the register. She stopped me right at the door and, and she said, Excuse me, did you cut your finger? <laughs> I said, no, I'm just trying to keep track of which fingers are dirty right now. When you're desperate and craving something to help you feel better, as we look at so many things in life, and there's a lot of temporary stuff. But finding something that can be long lasting and can sustain you. And in the midst of all things 2020 that have been so hard, and as I look at the pain my family's experienced as we've lost three grandparents to COVID in just one month, there have been some dark times. And as I'm crying out to God and just begging for a break in the pain, this verse has helped tremendously. And it's in one of the Psalms that just talks about how God is close to the brokenhearted. Mm. And it's not saying, poof, everything's fixed and life is perfect, but just knowing that God understands the pain and he is there with you in it. It goes along the lines with most embarrassing moments when your kids have the worst timing ever yeah, that happens a lot um even with one kid my wife and i have four this harkens back though to when we just did have one our our daughter abby was a baby we were at a wedding reception and i'm holding her and everyone's just loving on this little girl you know it's the first oh, grandchild yeah. on our side of the family blah 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 <laughs> whatever she starts whimpering a bit you know like the food is out we're like well okay i know you're hungry but you're not eating real food so like what is the problem I come to find out as she gets louder and louder and really this distraught, I'm in pain, scream, like, you're just sitting on my Aww. lap. What, what, what? Everyone's looking at me like, fix the problem. She had put her fingers in the mashed potatoes that were piping hot and <gasps> that sticks to your fingers so she couldn't get it off. I didn't know what it was. So she's just screaming madly and I rush out of the room with this screaming infant <laughs> expecting everyone to go, he's doing something to that little baby. He just is. I walk back in the room and all the women are just like, whoo, they just look right at me. And I'm uh-huh. going, it's fine. Tears falling across <laughs> the entire uh-huh. state of Ohio yeah. as we found out. Obviously, Buckeye's not playing the state up north on Saturday. So everyone has their different coping as we look <laughs> at another bummer we're yeah. dealing with. I enjoy writing like poetry and stuff, and I am not an artistic person, but it's just fun to <laughs> rhyme things. 
Okay. Remember when Ohio State wins, each of the guys gets like a pendant, like golden pants. Um, oh, yeah. And yeah. so they, they can't get those this year. And a bunch of the players are on Twitter going, man, I just wanted my golden pants. So that's where this poem starts. <clears throat> oh, okay. For our uh, lack of Buckeye Michigan weekend. Here we go. Golden pants, golden pants. There's no cheering in the stands. Big Ten plans, Big Ten plans, season slipping through their hands. Buckeye band, Buckeye band, choreography so grand. Playoffs, man, playoffs, man. Give Scarlet and Gray a chance. All o'er the land, all o'er the land. We knew you wouldn't win anyway, fam. There's nothing quite like ripping the Band-Aid off and going for it. Uh, that's how I was feeling and thinking when my son, 12-year-old Will, popped this question in the car just a couple of days ago. Dad, what's that religion believe? Whoa. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's out of nowhere as we were driving by a churchy type place. And uh, that's heavy, but you know, I took it as an opportunity. I'm going, okay, this is why I'm here. As his dad, we, we need to have these conversations. And I think the answer can be a lot easier than we adults sometimes make it. Because mm-hmm. we, we know there's a lot of layers and different things. But speaking to a 12-year-old, I started to explain it this way. I said, well, it's all about what you do with Jesus. You can know what's true by what people say about him. Some say Jesus is an angel. Some say Jesus Mm -hmm. was only a man, and he was a really good teacher and a really good leader, but Mm -hmm. but that's it. I said, we know Jesus is God. He is the only way to get to God, to get to heaven. Jesus said so himself. He's the only way, the truth, and the life. And I looked into his big brown eyes, and I said, (laughs) well, this season... Your faith, your life, it's all about how you answer that question. What are you going to do with Jesus? It's about time you realize it's Mary's world. We're just living in it. Um, (laughs) So I had a question. Mary, you are the resident germaphobe, and now everyone's having to deal with a lot of the same stuff you deal with without a pandemic going on. For example, I want to know what you would do in this scenario, because this was me just yesterday. I stopped off at a gas station, needed a drink, had a long drive. I was thirsty, so I, I get out of the car and realize, though, I have no more hand sanitizer in the car. It's oh, like, no. I know. So that's like everybody's security blanket as we're dealing with all of this stuff. So I don't have it, but I am I am getting a drink. So I go inside, and i got to open the door. I don't want to use my hand. What do you do? Yeah. Like, so tell me, what do you do? Well, there are two options. Um, In one scenario, I would either stand there and wait for the next person to go in or out, and then I would squeeze through the door, or (laughs) your elbow is also a great tool, Josh. Okay. All right, good. So elbow. Then you go to the cooler, and this isn't one of the coolers that has the swing open door. These are difficult. It's a sliding door, um, and you really got to push these to get them open. Again, my hand is not an option. What do you do? Elbow. Always elbow. Again, but like again, I'm trying oh, yeah. to I'm trying to paint Josh, the picture for you. The the little the little part to push is really small. Like I don't know no, if the elbow works. Trust me, I may look like a contortionist or some circus act, <laughs> but the way my elbow works in 2020 is unbelievable. The Mary and Josh Daily Podcast is presented by United Faith Mortgage, produced by Josh Hooper. For more, go to riverradio.com or on Facebook, search 1049 The River or search Mornings with Mary and Josh.